Hey guys, my name is Emma Mack, and you are listening to the Getting to Know God podcast. For those who don't know me, I am 25 years old and I live in Texas. I'm not a pastor, I'm not a speaker. I'm just sharing my journey in getting to know God and hoping to lead others to do the same. So that is where my heart is, and I hope you will take this ride with me. We are back on the grind today with Revelation 15 through 17. As normal, we'll read a chapter, talk about it, then move on to the next chapter. You probably already know this, but we will be reading from the NLT translation. Personally, it is my favorite for easily being able to understand what scripture says. Of course, while I'm studying, I cross-reference other translations such as the NIV and the ESV. Anyways, let's jump right into chapter 15. Then I saw in heaven another marvelous event of great significance. Seven angels were holding the seven last plagues, which would bring God's wrath to completion. I saw before me what seemed to be a glass sea mixed with fire, and on it stood all the people who had been victorious over the beast and his statue and the number representing his name. They were all holding harps that God had given them, and they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your works, O Lord God, the Almighty. Just and true are your ways. O King of the nations, who will not fear you, Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous deeds have been revealed. Then I looked and saw that the temple in heaven, God's tabernacle, was thrown wide open. The seven angels who were holding the seven plagues came out of the temple. They were clothed in spotless white linen with gold sashes across their chests. Then one of the four living beings handed each of the seven angels a gold bowl filled with the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with the smoke from God's glory and power. No one could enter the temple until the seven angels had completed pouring out the seven plagues. Chapter 15 starts out with John seeing the seven angels holding the seven last plagues. They also get bowls which are filled with God's wrath. These are worldwide and complete, unlike the previous ones that were partial. For example, in chapter 8, verses 7 through 12, each trumpet only affected half or a third of the earth. These last plagues will affect everyone on the earth. Moving forward to verse 6, which says, The seven angels who were holding the seven plagues came out of the temple. They were clothed in spotless white linen with gold sashes across their chests. And these clothes are similar to what Jesus wore in chapter 1, verse 3, when he appeared to John. The white linen represents purity as well as the gold representing both purity and the glory of God. Next is Revelation 16. Then I heard a mighty voice from the temple say to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out on the earth the seven bowls containing God's wrath. So the first angel left the temple and poured out his bowl on the earth. And horrible, malignant sores broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. Then the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse, and everything in the sea died. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they became blood. And I heard the angel who had authority over all water saying, You are just, O Holy One, who is and who always was because you have sent these judgments since they shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets. You have given them blood to drink. It is their just reward. And I heard a voice from the altar saying, Yes, O Lord God, the Almighty, your judgments are true and just. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, causing it to scorch everyone with its fire. 
Everyone was burned by this blast of heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had control over all these plagues. They did not repent of their sins and turn to God and give him glory. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. His subjects ground their teeth in anguish, and they cursed the God of heaven for their pains and sores, but they did not repent of their evil deeds and turn to God. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great Euphrates River, and it dried up so that the kings from the east could march their armies towards the west without hindrance. And I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs leap from the mouths of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. They are demonic spirits who work miracles and go out to all the rulers of the world to gather them for battle against the Lord on the great judgment day of God the Almighty. Look, I will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Blessed are all who are watching for me, who keep their clothing ready so they will not have to walk around naked and ashamed. And the demonic spirits gathered all the rulers and their armies to a place with the Hebrew name Armageddon. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a mighty shout came from the throne in the temple, saying, It is finished. Then the thunder crashed and rolled, and lightning flashed, and the great earthquake struck, the worst since people were placed on the earth. The great city of Babylon split into three sections, and the cities of many nations fell into heaps of rubble. So God remembered all of Babylon's sins, and he made her drink the cup that was filled with the wine of his fierce wrath. And every island disappeared, and all mountains were leveled. There was a terrible hailstorm, and hailstones weighing as much as 75 pounds fell from the sky onto the people below. They cursed God because of the terrible plague of the hailstorm. This chapter goes into the seven bowl judgments, or whatever you want to call them. The first bowl was poured onto the earth, and incredibly painful sores broke out on those who had the mark of the beast. The second bowl was poured into the sea, and it became blood, and all marine life died. The third bowl was poured into the rivers and springs, and they became blood. The fourth bowl was poured on the sun, and it scorched and burned everyone, which caused them to curse God instead of repenting their sins and turning towards him. The fifth bowl poured onto the throne of the beast, and his kingdom became dark, which caused his people to bite their tongues. The sixth bowl was poured onto the great Euphrates River, which caused it to dry up so armies could eventually march through. The seventh bowl was poured out, and it is finished, was shouted out. Next, thunder crashed, lightning flashed, and an earthquake came. Babylon split into three sections, and God made them drink his wrath. All the islands and mountains disappeared, and a hailstorm came with 75-pound size hail that crushed people on earth. So going back up to verse 13, the three evil spirits basically the frogs, that came out of the mouths of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet, go out to perform miraculous signs to unite people against God. And they did use the dried up river to travel back. Because in verse 16, it says, And the demonic spirits gathered all the rulers and their armies to a place with the Hebrew name Armageddon. I don't know about you guys, but I actually had no clue that Armageddon was a place instead of an event. I always thought that it referenced the big event that ended the world. But right here in the Bible, it says that Armageddon is a place where everyone gathered to fight against God. Now, these last two that I just talked about actually happened between the sixth bowl and the seventh bowl in the scriptures. And lastly is chapter 17. One of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me. Come with me, he said, and I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who rules over many waters. 
The kings of the world have committed adultery with her, and the people who belong to this world have been made drunk by the wine of her immorality. So the angel took me in the spirit into the wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten hordes, and blasphemies against God were written all over it. The woman wore purple and scarlet clothing and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. In her hand she held a gold goblet full of obscenities and impurities of her immorality. A mysterious name was written on her forehead, Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. I could see that she was drunk, drunk with the blood of God's holy people who were witness for Jesus. I stared at her in complete amazement. Why are you so amazed? the angel asked. I will tell you the mystery of this woman and of the beast with seven heads and ten horns on which she sits. The beast you saw was once alive, but isn't now, and yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. And for the people who belong to this world, whose names were not in the book of life before the world was made, will be amazed at the reappearance of this beast who had died. This calls for a mind with understanding. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills where the woman rules. They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen, the sixth now reigns, and the seventh is yet to come, but his reign will be brief. The scarlet beast that was, but is no longer, is the eighth king. He is like the other seven, that he too is headed for destruction. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together they will go to war against the Lamb. But the Lamb will defeat them, because He is Lord of all lords, and King of all kings, and His called and chosen and faithful ones will be with Him. Then the angel said to me, The waters where the prostitute is ruling represents masses of people of every nation and language. The scarlet beast and his ten horns all hate the prostitute. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh, and burn her remains with fire. For God has put a plan into their minds a plan that will carry out his purposes. They will agree to give their authority to the scarlet beast, and so the words of God will be fulfilled. And this woman you saw in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world. In verse 1, an angel takes John to go see the great prostitute. In verse 5, it says that she has a mysterious name written on her forehead, which says, Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. Obviously, she symbolizes Babylon, but also Jezebel. They both taught and caused others to partake in sexual immorality. My study Bible also compared her to the seductiveness of the governmental system that uses immoral means to gain its own pleasure, prosperity, and advantage. In verse 8, the beast that the prostitute was sitting on is said to be dead, but will come back to life. This is similar to the dragon in chapter 13, verse 3, where he was healed from the fatal wound, and then later a statue was created of him. This time, the scarlet beast will amaze those whose names were not written in the book of life, because he does come back to life. Verse 10 talks about the progression of the kings, that five have fallen, the sixth one is currently reigning, and the seventh will come, but only for a short time. If this pertains to Rome, five forms of government have already fallen, kings, consults, dictators, decemvers, and military tributes. The sixth one, the imperial government, actually happened during John's lifetime. 
and the seventh is the revived Roman Empire. Of course, this is all speculation, as no one can know 100% what God really means throughout this book. Verses 12 through 14 say, The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdom for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together they will go to war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will defeat them because he is the Lord of all lords and King of all kings, and his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. In verse 12, the scripture says that they will reign for one brief moment. This wording makes me think about the phrase that like we use, um, like 15 minutes of fame. Comparing these 10 kings and their heart posture and motives to us today and everybody who's so desperate to get their 15 minutes of fame that they're literally willing to do anything to get it, it really puts into perspective where my heart posture should be and that I should be focusing on worshiping God and not getting my 15 minutes of fame. Chapter 17 ends with, For God has put a plan into their minds, a plan that will carry out his purposes, and they will agree to give their authority to the scarlet beasts, and so the words of God will be fulfilled. It is so powerful that John ended this chapter by showing us yet again that God has ultimate power, and that his plans and his will will always be done, and they cannot be thwarted. That's it for this week. You know, I can't believe we only have two more episodes to go in Revelation. It honestly seems to have gone by so quickly. Just so you guys can know what's going on after the series, I am going to change my main upload day. Weekends have become super busy for me at work, and I think that changing my upload day would be the best thing to help move responsibilities around. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Getting to Know God Podcast. As you know, I'm not super active on there. And I've been trying for a while to become a little bit more active, but I think that social media just doesn't really appeal to me as much as I want it to. That being said, I'll try to post when I can, but it won't be every day like I wish it could be. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. The more we get, the more people that will find this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week.